Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. All these things we strive for and work for and hope for and pray for, we already have those things because Jesus gave it all to us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Tuesday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today, I'm continuing a series that I just started yesterday talking about spirit, soul, and body. That title is probably not one of my best efforts, but I tell you, the teaching in here is life-transforming. This is what literally changed my life, is understanding that it's my spirit that got born again and that I have a brand-new identity in my spirit, man. This is awesome. And I mentioned all of the product. We got a lot of things that we're offering, but here is something I didn't mention yesterday, that we actually have an audio book on this where my wife, Jamie, read this book. So this is the only one that she's ever done. I don't think she'll ever do another one because in there I'm telling one story about these doctors that were wanting to shave the hair off my chest. (laughs) And anyway, she had to read that and she said, never again. So, but it's worth getting just to be able to hear J.B. reading this book. But we've got a lot of great things uh, in this teaching. This has just revolutionized my life. Everything that the Lord has shown me basically came out of this. This was the key to opening up the Word of God to me. And I know that some of you are saying, I don't understand what's so important about that. I think that functionally, most people only recognize two parts to them. Of course, we have a physical body. You can see and feel that, and so that's obvious. And then we have a soulish part, what the Bible calls the soul. We call it our personality, our mental, emotional part. You know, you can touch me and I can feel it, in my physical body, but you could say words, and I could either feel love or hate, hurt. You can feel things on the inside. All of us are aware that we have an inner person that is not tangible, but nonetheless exists. But functionally, that's as far as most people go, is just to acknowledge these two parts. But a verse that I used on our program yesterday, 1 Thessalonians 5.23, he prayed a prayer And he said, I pray that God would sanctify you wholly, that your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the day of the Lord. And so that talks about three parts, spirit, soul, and body. And most people don't understand that the spirit and the soul are separate. You'll hear people come to church and say, man, I I came to see a soul saved. It's not your soul that gets saved. There's twice in Scripture that the Bible talks about the salvation of the soul, but that's talking about reaping the benefits of your salvation. The part of you that got saved at salvation was not your soul, your mental, emotional part. You know, if you were, uh, say for instance, if you were uneducated and you didn't know how to read, did you know when you get born again, you don't instantly get a new mind and you just know all things? You would have to train yourself to learn how to read. If you don't understand uh, chemistry, you would have to train yourself. When you get born again, you don't have my memories. You have your memories. You still got the same mind, and you still got the same body. That's not the part of you that got born again. And since the Bible says that there's three parts, spirit, soul, and body, by, by elimination, 
YOUR BODY DIDN'T GET CHANGED, YOUR SOUL, YOUR MENTAL, EMOTIONAL PART DIDN'T GET CHANGED, SO THAT MEANS THAT IT WAS YOUR SPIRIT THAT GOT CHANGED. BUT HERE'S A PROBLEM. YOU CAN SEE AND FEEL YOUR BODY. YOU CAN FEEL, AND YOU'RE IN TOUCH WITH YOUR SOULISH REALM, BUT DID YOU KNOW YOU CAN'T SEE OR FEEL YOUR SPIRIT? NOW, SOME PEOPLE MAY DISAGREE WITH THAT AND SAY, WELL, MAN, I CAN FEEL THE SPIRIT. I'M GOING TO EXPLAIN THIS IN MORE DETAILS, BUT YOU DON'T FEEL IT THE WAY THAT YOU FEEL LIKE HEAT OR COLD. YOU KNOW, IF I WAS TO ASK YOU RIGHT NOW, ARE YOU HOT OR ARE YOU COLD? YOU KNOW, YOU WOULDN'T HAVE TO SAY, WELL, LET ME PRAY ABOUT IT AND STUDY AND I'LL COME BACK TOMORROW AND I'LL TELL YOU. YOU JUST CONSTANTLY, YOU KNOW IF YOU'RE, YOU KNOW, HOW YOUR BODY TEMPERATURE IS. YOU KNOW IF YOU HAVE ANY PAIN IN YOUR BODY. YOU KNOW IF YOU'RE TIRED, IF YOU'RE SLEEPY OR IF YOU'RE RESTED. YOU DON'T EVEN HAVE TO THINK ABOUT IT. YOU DON'T HAVE TO STUDY. IT'S JUST YOU CONSTANTLY ARE IN TOUCH WITH YOUR PHYSICAL BODY AND ALL OF THESE PHYSICAL THINGS. SAME THING WITH YOUR SOULISH REALM. YOU KNOW, IF I WAS TO ASK YOU, ARE YOU HAPPY? ARE YOU ENCOURAGED TODAY? ARE YOU SAD? IS SOMETHING BOTHERING YOU? YOU DON'T HAVE TO SAY, WELL, LET ME GO PRAY ABOUT IT AND I'LL COME BACK TOMORROW AND I'LL TELL YOU HOW I FEEL. NO, YOU ARE CONSTANTLY IN TOUCH WITH YOUR FEELINGS YOUR EMOTIONS, WHETHER YOU'RE ENCOURAGED, DISCOURAGED, WHETHER YOU'RE DEPRESSED, WHATEVER. YOU JUST CONSTANTLY ARE IN TOUCH WITH THE PHYSICAL BODY AND WITH YOUR SOUL. BUT THE SPIRIT MAN, YOU CANNOT SEE. YOU CAN'T TOUCH IT. YOU CAN'T LOOK IN A MIRROR. YOU KNOW, IF I WANTED TO SEE IF MY HAIR IS COMBED, I CAN'T GO BY HOW I FEEL. I HAVE TO GO LOOK IN A MIRROR. AND I HAVE TO TAKE ACTION BASED ON THAT. IF I WANT TO, uh, YOU KNOW, KNOW HOW I'M FEELING EMOTIONALLY, uh, I CAN'T JUST GO, YOU KNOW, I, I JUST KNOW THESE THINGS BECAUSE I'M IN TOUCH WITH MY FEELINGS AND EMOTIONS. BUT WHEN IT COMES TO YOUR SPIRIT, YOU CAN'T SEE IT IN A MIRROR. YOU CAN'T FEEL YOUR SPIRIT. NOW, WE WILL SAY THINGS LIKE, I REALLY FEEL THE SPIRIT OF THE LORD IN HERE. Uh, WHAT YOU'RE FEELING IS AN ANOINTING, AND THE ANOINTING IS TANGIBLE, AND YOU CAN PERCEIVE THAT, AND FAITH CAN PRODUCE EMOTIONS AND FEELINGS AND THINGS LIKE THAT. I'M GOING TO EXPLAIN THIS MORE AS WE GO THROUGH IT. BUT THAT WHICH IS SPIRIT IS SPIRIT. LET ME JUST READ THIS VERSE TO YOU. THIS WAS JESUS TALKING TO uh, NICODEMUS WHEN NICODEMUS CAME TO HIM BY NIGHT AND WAS ASKING HIM QUESTIONS. AND HERE'S WHAT JESUS SAID. IN JOHN CHAPTER 3 AND VERSE 6, THAT WHICH IS BORN OF THE FLESH IS FLESH, AND THAT WHICH IS BORN OF THE SPIRIT IS SPIRIT. WHAT THIS IS SAYING IS, IT'S JUST SPIRIT IS SPIRIT AND FLESH IS FLESH. PHYSICAL IS PHYSICAL. SPIRIT IS IN AN un INTANGIBLE, UNSEEN, UNFELT, UNPERCEIVED REALM. AND SO YOU CANNOT PERCEIVE SPIRIT THINGS WITH PHYSICAL, NATURAL MEANS. AND HEREIN LIES ONE OF THE GREAT PROBLEMS IN THE BODY OF CHRIST, IS THAT THE BIBLE IS SPIRIT AND IT'S TRUTH. JESUS SAID THIS IN JOHN CHAPTER 6 AND IN VERSE 63, IT SAYS, IT IS THE SPIRIT THAT QUICKENETH, THE FLESH PROFITETH NOTHING. THE WORDS THAT I SPEAK UNTO YOU, THEY ARE SPIRIT AND THEY ARE ALIVE. THE SPIRIT IS WHAT QUICKENS. THE FLESH, AND FLESH HERE IS NOT JUST TALKING ABOUT LIKE THE WAY WE USE FLESH, LIKE THIS IS MY FLESH, THE EPIDERMIS, THE SKIN. FLESH HERE IS TALKING ABOUT YOUR PHYSICAL, TANGIBLE PART OF YOU, AND IT CAN INCLUDE YOUR SOULISH REALM. 
even though you can't see the soul, you can feel the soul. It's tangible. It's something that you live with and are in touch with. So the body and the soul together is what the Bible is calling the flesh, and the flesh profits nothing. It's the spirit that gives life. James chapter 2, verse 26, it says, As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. That verse reveals that it's the spirit that's the real life-giving part of you. When God created Adam and Eve in Genesis chapter 1, and then it's recounted again in chapter 2 about the creation of Eve, it says that He created, He formed their body out of the dust of the ground, and then He breathed into them the breath of life. And that word breathe is uh, the Hebrew word. I'm not going to try and pronounce it, but it's a word that's used for breath. He literally breathed. He put His Spirit into them, and it was the Spirit that made our bodies come alive. Put this together with James chapter 2, verse 26, as the body without the Spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead. The Spirit is the life-giving part of you. Here's the way that some people say this, is that you are a spirit. That's who you are. And you have a soul. That's your mental, emotional, personality part. And you live in a body. But the spirit is the real life-giving part of you. Adam's body was formed, and it was perfect. I'm sure it looked exactly like the body, you know, of any person would. It was a perfect body, but it didn't have life until God breathed into him, blew into him the breath of life. And it's the spirit that made us come alive. And on the opposite side, when your spirit leaves your body, James 2.26 says that your body without the spirit is dead. So your spirit is the real life-giving part of you. And when Adam and Eve sinned, The Lord told them in Genesis chapter 2, I believe it's verse 17, He says, In the day that you eat of the fruit thereof, you shall surely die. And in the original Hebrew language, that surely die, it literally means in the day that you eat thereof, you shall die, die. There's two ways of taking that. In other words, it was just reaffirming that it is absolutely certain there is no option this will come to pass. You will die, die. Or you could say it this way, that in the day you eat thereof, you will die spiritually, and that spiritual death that's on the inside will be reflected in your physical body. Adam and Eve didn't die until hundreds of years after they ate of the fruit. It says that, I think it's in Genesis chapter 5, that Adam was 930 years old when he died. So his physical body didn't die that day, but in the spirit... His spirit died. Now, when it says die, in the Bible, death never means the way that men often take it, that it means that you just cease to exist. There is no such thing as ceasing to exist. I've even read some things that they say that no matter actually ceased to exist. It could change form. It can, uh, you you could have a bomb and you could blow something up, but none of the matter ceases to exist. It just gets transformed into some different shape, form, or, uh, you know, like water can become a vapor, or it could go into a frozen state. But nothing ever ceased to exist. When you die, when, when your spirit dies, that doesn't mean that it ceased to exist, that it wasn't alive anymore. It was alive, but it was dead to God. It was separated. That's what the Bible means uh, by death. Death means separation. 
WHEN A CHRISTIAN DIES, THEIR SPIRIT SEPARATES FROM THEIR BODY. AND ACCORDING TO MANY SCRIPTURES, uh, 2 CORINTHIANS CHAPTER 5, VERSE 7, AND OTHER PLACES, when, or WHEN YOU WALK BY FAITH, AND THEN THE NEXT VERSE SAYS, TO BE ABSENT FROM THE BODY IS TO BE PRESENT WITH THE LORD. WHEN A CHRISTIAN DIES, THEIR SPIRIT SEPARATES FROM THEIR BODY. SO DEATH DOESN'T MEAN CEASING TO EXIST. WHEN ADAM AND EVE DIED SPIRITUALLY, IT DIDN'T MEAN THAT THEIR SPIRIT QUIT FUNCTIONING. IT MEANT THAT IT STARTED FUNCTIONING INDEPENDENT OF GOD. IT WAS SEPARATED FROM GOD. THERE WAS A GULF. THERE WAS A BREAK BETWEEN GOD AND MAN WHEN SIN ENTERED. AND ALL OF THE DESCENDANTS OF ADAM AND EVE WERE BORN WITH A SPIRIT THAT WAS DEAD OR SEPARATED FROM GOD. THEY HAD A FALLEN HUMAN NATURE. AND MAN, ONCE YOU BEGIN TO UNDERSTAND THIS, IT JUST OPENS UP SO MANY SCRIPTURES. ROMANS CHAPTER 5, VERSES 14 ON THROUGH THE END OF THE CHAPTER JUST TALKS ABOUT THAT IN ADAM WE ALL DIED, THAT WE WERE ALL CONDEMNED, THAT WE'RE ALL SINNERS, NOT BECAUSE OF OUR INDIVIDUAL SINS, BUT BECAUSE OF ADAM'S SIN, AND WE INHERITED A SPIRIT THAT WAS DEAD, SEPARATED FROM GOD. AND THE REASON PEOPLE GO OUT AND SIN IS BECAUSE IT'S THEIR NATURE TO SIN. AND I COULD SPEND LITERALLY A NUMBER OF PROGRAMS VERIFYING THAT AND TEACHING ON THE FALLEN NATURE OF MAN. MOST PEOPLE TODAY, EVEN MANY CHRISTIANS, DON'T FULLY UNDERSTAND THIS. THEY THINK THAT PEOPLE ARE GOOD AT THEIR CORE. THAT IS NOT WHAT THE BIBLE TEACHES. THERE'S MANY SCRIPTURES ON THIS. LET ME JUST READ ONE PASSAGE TO YOU OUT OF EPHESIANS. CHAPTER 2, WHERE PAUL WAS TALKING ABOUT HOW WE WERE BEFORE WE GOT BORN AGAIN. AND IT SAYS IN VERSE 2, EPHESIANS 2, 2, WHEREIN IN TIME PAST YOU WALKED ACCORDING TO THE COURSE OF THIS WORLD, ACCORDING TO THE PRINCE OF THE POWER OF THE AIR, TALKING ABOUT THE DEVIL, DEMONIC INFLUENCE, THE SPIRIT THAT NOW WORKETH IN THE CHILDREN OF DISOBEDIENCE, AMONG WHOM ALSO WE ALL HAD OUR CONVERSATION IN TIMES PAST IN THE LUST OF OUR FLESH, FULFILLING THE DESIRES OF THE FLESH AND OF THE MIND, AND WERE BY NATURE THE CHILDREN OF WRATH, EVEN AS OTHERS. THIS MAKES IT VERY CLEAR THAT BEFORE WE GOT BORN AGAIN, WE HAD A FALLEN NATURE. WE WERE BY NATURE A SINNER, AND THE REASON WE SINNED WAS BECAUSE IT WAS OUR NATURE TO SIN. YOU KNOW, I'M ALWAYS AMUSED AT THESE PEOPLE. I GO OVER TO THEIR HOUSE, AND THEY'LL HAVE A LITTLE DOG INSIDE THE HOUSE, A HOUSE DOG. AND THIS DOG WILL GET EXCITED. REMEMBER THIS ONE COUPLE THAT EVERY TIME I WENT OVER TO THEIR HOUSE, THIS DOG WOULD BE SO EXCITED TO SEE ME THAT IT WOULD GET TO JUMPING AND, and BARKING AND TURNING AROUND IN CIRCLES, AND IT WOULD ALWAYS WET THE FLOOR. AND THE PEOPLE WOULD JUST, OH, WE'RE SO EMBARRASSED. This, YOU KNOW, THIS DOG IS HOUSE TRAINED. IT SHOULDN'T DO THAT. And, you sh AND THEN THEY SCOLD THE DOG AND TALK ABOUT IT. I JUST CAN'T UNDERSTAND WHY IT DOES THIS. AND EVERY TIME I'D TELL THEM, I SAID, IT'S THE DOG NATURE ON THE INSIDE OF THEM. AND I KNOW THAT THERE'S SOME OF YOU THAT HAVE HOUSE DOGS AND STUFF. I'M NOT AGAINST THAT. BUT WHAT I'M SAYING IS YOU SIT THERE AND BECAUSE YOU PAINT THEIR TOENAILS, BECAUSE YOU GET THEM CLEANED UP AND AIR, YOU KNOW, uh, BLOW DRY THEIR HAIR AND PUT A BOW IN THEIR HAIR, YOU THINK SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER THEY'RE LIKE YOUR KID. NO, THEY'RE A DOG. AND IF YOU LEAVE THAT DOG BY ITSELF, UNDER YOUR SUPERVISION, YOU MAY BE ABLE TO GET IT TO ACT A CERTAIN WAY, AND YOU MAY GET IT TO, YOU KNOW, STAND UP AND BEG AND ACT LIKE IT'S PRAYING OVER A MEAL, AND YOU CAN, you can CHANGE SOME OF THE OUTWARD THINGS, BUT I GUARANTEE YOU, IF YOU AREN'T THERE TO ENFORCE IT, IF YOU LEAVE THAT DOG BY ITSELF, IT IS A DOG. 
AND THE REASON IT ACTS LIKE A DOG BECAUSE IT'S GOT A DOG NATURE. AND IT'S JUST, SOME PEOPLE JUST THINK THAT BECAUSE YOU'VE CHANGED SOME BEHAVIOR THAT SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER, NO, THIS ISN'T LIKE A REAL DOG. THIS ISN'T A NORMAL DOG. THIS IS LIKE OUR LITTLE CHILD OR SOMETHING. NO, IT'S A DOG. AND YOU KNOW WHY? YOU CAN CHANGE PEOPLE AND BECAUSE OF SOCIETY'S PRESSURE, BECAUSE OF FEAR OF BEING PUT IN JAIL, BECAUSE OF FEAR OF BEING FINED, OR a FEAR OF REJECTION OF A FAMILY MEMBER OR SOMETHING, YOU CAN GET PEOPLE TO BEHAVE A CERTAIN WAY, AND YOU MAY GET THEM TO COMPLY, BUT THEIR NATURE IS A SINNER. AND IF YOU LEAVE PEOPLE TO THEMSELVES, I GUARANTEE YOU IT WILL DEGENERATE INTO PERVERSION EVERY SINGLE TIME. THE SCRIPTURE SAYS IN JEREMIAH CHAPTER 17, VERSE 9, THAT THE HEART IS EVIL AND DESPERATELY WICKED ABOVE ALL THINGS. WHO CAN KNOW IT? THAT'S TALKING ABOUT BEFORE YOU GET BORN AGAIN. THAT IS THE WAY THAT YOUR HEART IS. AND BECAUSE OF UPBRINGING, BECAUSE OF THESE PHYSICAL RESTRAINTS, YOU MAY GET SOME PEOPLE TO BEHAVE A CERTAIN WAY AND LOOK RIGHT, BUT YOU KNOW WHAT? IT'S JUST LIKE THAT DOG. YOU CAN TEACH IT CERTAIN TRICKS. YOU CAN TEACH IT TO USE A BATHROOM IN A CERTAIN SPOT. YOU CAN TEACH IT TO DO ALL OF THESE THINGS, BUT IT IS STILL A DOG, AND LEFT TO ITSELF, IT'LL ACT LIKE A DOG. YOU ARE WITHOUT CHRIST, ARE A SINNER. YOUR SPIRIT IS DEAD AND SEPARATED FROM GOD, AND THAT'S JUST THE WAY IT IS. SOME PEOPLE THINK, NO, PEOPLE ARE BASICALLY GOOD. NO, THEY ARE BASICALLY BAD. THAT'S THE REASON THAT IT'S THE ANSWER TO ALL OF THE WORLD'S PROBLEMS IS NOT EDUCATION, THROWING MORE MONEY AT IT. IF EVERYBODY JUST HAD MONEY AND IF PEOPLE DIDN'T HAVE ANY FINANCIAL PROBLEMS AND STUFF, THEN EVERYTHING WOULD BE OKAY. NO, PEOPLE ARE AT THEIR CORE, THEY ARE SINNERS. WE ALL WERE BY NATURE THE CHILDREN OF WRATH, EVEN AS OTHERS. AND I KNOW THAT THIS GOES AGAINST A LOT OF OUR SOCIETY NORMS TODAY, BUT THIS IS WHAT THE BIBLE TEACHES AND IT'S ABSOLUTELY TRUE. BUT ALL OF THAT BEING SAID, HERE'S THE THING THAT REALLY TURNED MY LIFE AROUND IS THAT I BEGIN TO UNDERSTAND THAT WHEN I GOT BORN AGAIN, I GOT A BRAND NEW NATURE. MY SPIRIT THAT WAS DEAD IN TRESPASSES AND SINS, AND IT WAS SEPARATED FROM GOD, IT WAS TAKEN OUT OF THE WAY, AND I GOT A BRAND NEW NATURE PUT ON THE INSIDE OF ME. AND SOME PEOPLE WOULD SAY, WELL, IF THAT WAS TRUE, IF I HAD A NEW NATURE, I'D KNOW IT. NO, THAT WHICH IS SPIRIT, IS SPIRIT, AND THAT WHICH IS FLESH, IS FLESH. JOHN CHAPTER 3, VERSE 6. JESUS WAS SAYING it, THEY'RE LIKE TWO DIFFERENT REALMS. THEY'RE TWO DIFFERENT REALMS OF REALITY. YOU CAN'T SEE YOUR SPIRIT. YOU CAN'T FEEL YOUR SPIRIT. NOW, THAT NEEDS A LITTLE EXPLANATION BECAUSE, AGAIN, YOU CAN FEEL THE ANOINTING OF GOD, AND YOU CAN FEEL FAITH. FAITH AND THE ANOINTING IS TANGIBLE. YOU CAN PUT IT INTO A CLOTH. ACTS CHAPTER 19, THEY LAY... Uh, HANDKERCHIEFS AND APRONS WERE PASSED FROM THE BODY OF PAUL, AND WHEN THEY CAME IN CONTACT WITH PEOPLE WHO WERE SICK OR DEMON-POSSESSED, THOSE DEMONS WERE CAST OUT. THE ANOINTING OF GOD IS TANGIBLE. IT'S PHYSICAL. YOU CAN'T SEE IT, BUT YOU CAN FEEL IT. IT CAN BE TRANSMITTED. AND SO ANYWAY, TO A DEGREE, YOU CAN FEEL SOME SPIRITUAL THINGS, BUT AS A WHOLE, YOU CAN'T SEE YOUR SPIRIT. YOU CAN'T FEEL YOUR SPIRIT. AGAIN, I GO BACK TO THAT VERSE WHERE JESUS SAID, IT'S THE SPIRIT THAT QUICKENS. THE FLESH PROFITS NOTHING. THE WORDS THAT I SPEAK UNTO YOU, THEY ARE SPIRIT, AND THEY ARE LIFE. IF YOU WANT TO SEE WHAT YOUR SPIRIT'S LIKE, YOU'VE GOT TO HOLD THE WORD OF GOD UP. THIS IS SPIRIT, AND IT IS LIFE. 
SEE, IF YOU WANT TO SEE IF YOUR HAIR IS COMBED, YOU GO LOOK IN A MIRROR. IF YOU WANT TO FEEL HOW YOU FEEL, WELL, YOU CAN SEARCH YOUR EMOTIONS AND YOU CAN FEEL, BUT IF YOU WANT TO KNOW WHAT YOU'RE LIKE IN THE SPIRIT, YOU CAN'T JUST PERCEIVE IT. IT HAS TO BE LEARNED THROUGH THE WORD OF GOD. THE WORD OF GOD IS LIKE A SPIRITUAL MIRROR. HERE'S ANOTHER VERSE OVER IN JAMES, CHAPTER 1, AND IT SAYS IN VERSE 22, IT SAYS, BUT BE YE DOERS OF THE WORD, AND NOT HEARERS ONLY, DECEIVING YOUR OWN SELVES. FOR IF ANY MAN BE A HEARER OF THE WORD, AND NOT A DOER, HE IS LIKE UNTO A MAN BEHOLDING HIS NATURAL FACE IN A GLASS, TALKING ABOUT A MIRROR. FOR HE BEHOLDETH HIMSELF, AND GOETH HIS WAY, AND STRAIGHTWAY FORGETTETH WHAT MANNER OF MAN HE WAS. BUT WHOSO LOOKETH INTO THE PERFECT LAW OF LIBERTY, AND CONTINUETH THEREIN, HE BEING NOT A FORGETFUL here, BUT A DOER OF THE WORK, THIS MAN SHALL BE BLESSED IN HIS DEED. THIS IS COMPARING THE WORD OF GOD TO A SPIRITUAL MIRROR. IF I WANT TO SEE WHAT MY HAIR LOOKS LIKE, I HAVE TO GO LOOK IN A MIRROR. I CAN'T JUST GO BY HOW I FEEL. I LOOK IN THAT MIRROR, AND I TAKE ACTION BASED ON WHAT I SEE. IF I WANT TO SEE WHAT I'M LIKE IN THE SPIRIT, I CAN'T JUST GO BY HOW I FEEL. BECAUSE ALL YOU CAN FEEL IS YOUR PHYSICAL BODY AND YOUR SOULISH REALM. YOU CAN'T FEEL YOUR SPIRIT. YOU CAN'T SEE YOUR SPIRIT WITH YOUR PHYSICAL EYES. YOU CAN'T FEEL IT IN ANY PHYSICAL, NATURAL WAY. WHAT YOU HAVE TO DO IS GO TO THE WORD OF GOD. AND IF SOMEBODY SAYS, WELL, HOW ARE YOU? MOST PEOPLE WILL SAY EITHER HOW THEIR BODY FEELS, OH, I'VE GOT PAIN OR I'M TIRED, OR THEY WILL TALK ABOUT THEIR SOULISH REALM, OH, I'M REALLY DISCOURAGED, OR I'M ENCOURAGED, OR I'M HAPPY, OR WHATEVER. BUT IF YOU WANT TO ASK ABOUT YOUR SPIRIT, YOU CAN'T GO BY ANYTHING THAT YOU SEE OR FEEL YOU HAVE TO GO LOOK IN THE WORD OF GOD. AND WHAT DOES THE WORD SAY? EPHESIANS CHAPTER 1, VERSE 3, I AM BLESSED WITH ALL SPIRITUAL BLESSINGS IN HEAVENLY PLACES IN CHRIST JESUS. THAT'S TALKING ABOUT IN THE SPIRIT REALM. YOUR SPIRIT MAN IS BLESSED. GALATIANS CHAPTER 5, VERSE 22 AND 23 SAYS, THE FRUIT OF THE SPIRIT IS LOVE, JOY, PEACE, LONG-SUFFERING, GENTLENESS, GOODNESS, FAITH, MEEKNESS, AND TEMPERANCE. THOSE ARE THE THINGS THAT ARE IN YOUR SPIRIT, AND THEY ARE THERE 24 HOURS A DAY, SEVEN DAYS A WEEK, 365 DAYS OUT OF THE YEAR, 366 ON LEAP YEAR. EVERY SINGLE DAY, YOUR SPIRIT IS PERFECT. IT IS COMPLETE. I'M SAYING A LOT OF THESE THINGS WITHOUT GIVING VERSES, BUT I WILL COME BACK AND GIVE YOU A VERSE FOR EVERY SINGLE THING I'M SAYING. YOUR SPIRIT IS COMPLETELY CHANGED, AND THE KEY TO THE CHRISTIAN LIFE IS LEARNING WHO YOU ARE IN THE SPIRIT AND LEARNING HOW TO WALK IN THE SPIRIT INSTEAD OF WALKING IN THE FLESH. THIS IS WHAT GALATIANS CHAPTER 5 SAYS, VERSE 16, WALK IN THE SPIRIT AND YOU WILL NOT FULFILL THE LUST OF THE FLESH. IF YOU LEARN WHO YOU ARE AND START WALKING IN WHO YOU ARE IN THE SPIRIT AND START SAYING, WELL, I, IN THE NATURAL, I FEEL REJECTION AND I FEEL HURT AND PAIN, BUT IN MY SPIRIT, I'VE GOT LOVE AND JOY AND PEACE. AND SO, FATHER, INSTEAD OF GOING BY WHAT PEOPLE HAVE SAID AND WHAT I'M FEELING IN MY SOUL, I'M WALKING IN WHAT I FEEL IN MY SPIRIT. I FEEL THE LOVE OF GOD. I HAVE THE JOY AND THE PEACE OF GOD. AND YOU START WALKING IN THAT INSTEAD OF WALKING IN YOUR FLESH. WHEN I LEARNED THESE THINGS, IT TOTALLY TRANSFORMED MY LIFE. I WOULD HAVE TO SAY MY FAVORITE TEACHING uh, FROM ANDREW IS SPIRIT, SOUL, AND BODY. BUT IT DID um, SET ME FREE TO KNOWING that, how, THAT MY SPIRIT MAN CAN NEVER SIN AND IT'S ALWAYS IN RIGHT STANDING WITH GOD. AND IT GAVE ME THAT FREEDOM TO BE ABLE TO JUST HAVE A DEEPER RELATIONSHIP WITH OUR LORD. ANDREW'S COMPLETE TEACHING TITLED SPIRIT, SOUL, AND BODY IS AVAILABLE IN A CD 
as seen on TV DVD or in a live DVD album, as well as a book, audiobook, or study guide. Also available is the Spirit, Soul, and Body Illustrated DVD. This unique DVD illustrates the main points of the entire teaching in a few short minutes. This exciting tool makes it easy to introduce Andrew's foundational teaching to anyone, even a child. Andrew himself has been amazed at how quickly and clearly this teaching can be brought to life through animation. I would really like to encourage you to get this material, this book on spirit, soul, and body. This is the truth that the Lord used that just totally changed my life. And we not only have it in book form, but we have a study guide where this is the same material reformatted so you can teach a Bible study and disciple other people. I tell you, this is something that it takes a while for it to soak in. This would be great. And then we have a uh, DVD that one of my partners in Germany made and he illustrated this with little cartoon graphics. I tell you, this is great. It's not only good for children, it just helps anybody to visually get hold of this. Then we have CDs and we have DVDs. We have a DVD that was taken live from one of my meetings. We have a DVD that was taken from television. We have CDs that were taken from one of my teachings on this. And then something the first time we've ever offered this that I remember is Jamie reading my Spirit, Soul, and Body book. You can get these products in the Spirit, Soul, and Body package. This package includes the CD or DVD album, the book, audiobook, study guide, as well as the Spirit, Soul, and Body Illustrated DVD. This package has a catalog value of $110, but you can get it today for only $79. The Spirit, Soul, and Body book is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this book free of charge. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. I want to let you know that we are doing what we call a live Bible study. Every Tuesday night at 6 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, we are broadcasting from our facilities here in Woodland Park, and we are just sharing the Word. I teach for about 25 to 30 minutes, and it's actually live. You can text in your questions. You can call and ask for prayer. You can get product. But we will answer as many of your questions as we can, about 25, 30 minutes worth of teaching and maybe 25 minutes worth of answering questions. It's just a great interactive thing. Every Tuesday night, 6 o'clock p.m. Mountain Standard Time. I believe Esther is the true, original Cinderella story. Not only did she conquer the heart of the king, but she saved her people from annihilation. Esther's secret weapon was not her beauty, but her heart.
Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and on the 16th of November, we are welcoming the Colorado Springs Corral to come to our facilities in Woodland Park and perform Handel's Messiah. There's going to be 130 singers, 12 musicians. Tickets are $15 per person, and I tell you, it's going to be a great, great time. So remember, that's November the 16th at the Karis Bible College, Woodland Park, Colorado, Colorado Springs Corral, performing Handel's Messiah.